Is this the part where I meant to say, hit the trumpets? Ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen. Boys, and girls, boys and girls, degenerate punters of all ages, we're proud to bring to you your hosting team of the old dog, Virgo Sr., and the king of form analysis, the young pup Virgo Jr., who together bring you the Hands and Heels podcast. G'day guys, welcome back to our Hands and Heels Season 3, Episode 4. And you're probably thinking, why is he doing the intro? Why is he shouting to get the trumpets? Well, that is because... Jeez, I'm a bit of a rookie in the decks here. I've actually clicked the intro again. I apologise. Um, Senior's unwell, so I couldn't get a substitution in. It was very, very like scratching, but... Senior sent his tips from the uh, deathbed, so don't worry, listeners, you will get Senior's tips read out by yours truly. Anyways, last week, um, this one's for Senior. Where is there? Here it is. His best bet did win. Uh, healthy odds. Well done, Senior. Well done, mate. Um, but yeah, last week's racing was good. A great one racing, controversial protest finish. If you had to ask me, I think it should have been upheld. I was on Neva Horse, one fun in this truck I was on. The market loved it late. It was a good return. Just peaked late, that's okay. Um, similar to its last first up run, second up in the futurity, I believe. Same track and distance. I know I could back it. Third up All-Star Mile looks prime anyway. That's a completely different topic to what I'm supposed to be talking about. But um, yeah, this week, back to Flemington headquarters. Uh, some decent racing here. A group one down the straight, which I'll talk about shortly. A couple of races at uh, Rose Hill, was it? Was it Randwick? It is uh, Rose Hill I'll also talk about. But uh, anyways, without further ado, I guess I'll get into it. Jeez, this is the first one done this by myself. It's kind of a bit weird just talking to myself. But uh, anyways, race one, Flemington is a benchmark 84 over the mile. I have to rate the prices out too, Jesus. Favourite currently stands at $4 in the hands of Wish, Wish Law Lass. Uh, second favourite, so you see it, $7. I'm a Shelby, $8.50. Uh, $9 for three, Monarch of Egypt, River Plate and Sirius Liaison. Uh, double figures upwards from there. I'll read out Senior's tip first. He's not giving me much to say about it, but he's gone with uh, I'm a Shelby. He said, Mile Suits and Willow to Pilot each way all day. Thanks, Senor. For mine, I like Wish or Lass. Three from three in its career, which is always nice to see, especially being a late, uh, a mare, sorry, a mare in form. Hard to uh, stop being in form. Um, it leads this horse. Last start, it was very good at Sandown against uh, the, the mares and fillies in a benchmark 70. Kicked away when easily, one and a half lengths. Comes into a. Uh, a benchmark 84 against the males, but I think she's really untapped this horse. Jamie Carr gets on board for a soft draw. I think we'll get a very good uh, running trends, and I think the rest of these horses play out their benchmark by now, but I think Wishful Lass has a lot of uh, potential, and it could go through the grades nicely. Only carries 54 kilos. Um, yeah, I think this horse will go well here. Um, I don't, don't mind seeing his call on I'm a Shelby. I think serious li- liaison, third up from uh, Hong Kong. Last start was a bit unlucky at Mooney Valley. Just got back, not, not a lot of room, but found the line okay once clear. Bigger track, uh, more distance. Blake Shin rides for Nick Ryan. Blake Shin might have rode this in Hong Kong, not sure, but it wouldn't surprise me. But uh, yeah, for me, wish for Lass, for Senor, I'm a Shelby. Race two is the Tab Vanity for the three-year-old fillies over the 1,400 metres. Current favourite is the top weight, See You in Heaven, $3.70. Second favourite, Nunthorpe, $4.80. Climbing star and Royal Merchant share the third line of betting at sixes. Papillion Club, $7.50. And double figures the rest. 
Going for the favourite again here. I do sound like David Gately. Shout out to you, JJ. Gibbo. I know you do love a bit of Gator. But um, I thought first up, after a bit of a freshen up behind Shimino at Morfittville was good. Horse who's proven over further, like one over the, the mile at Caulfield uh, last preparation. So up in trips a plus. Second up at one last preparation as well. Willow's ridden it three times for two wins and a third from Barrier 9. He'll roll forward. Um, uh, there's, not a lot of, there's not too much pace. There's a bit out drawn outside of it, Prestonia March. So it might be able to sneak in behind that. But uh, I think, yeah, very good filly. Richel and Chantel and Jolly have a great strike rate and they bring them over to our Metro Victoria. And I think See You in Heaven can continue that good strike rate here under the, the GOAT, Craig Williams. For Senior, he's gone with number seven, Royal Merchant. Uh, Manfred Stakes went to face value when she made Jack and I work to beat her was good and ran a big last 600 and 200 metre figure. Back to her own sex here for Mr. James McDonald. So that's number seven, Royal Merchant from the Ma Eustace camp, J Mac to ride for senior. And again, the toffee for me. Race threes for the uh, two-year-olds, the Talender States down the straight, 1,100 metres Current favourites, number two, Amour for Cummings McDonald at $5. Second favourite is Maharab at $5.50. Uh, third favourite would be Scorcease, maybe $7 for Noli Mo- Nolan Moody. <laughs> Noli, it's Peter Moody and Luke Nolan in one for you. And also at $7, Extremely Wicked. And at $8, we've got Ginger in Pink and Princess de Hello. Um... Interesting race, two-year-old race, open, favourite obviously is $5, that is senior's tip, no surprise there, loves a favourite that bloke, he said J-Mac Cummings, enough said, full stop for senior, so a little bit of confidence there from his uh, typing, that's as confident as he gets almost. For me, I think Maharab, on debut in Victoria, had one run under uh, D-Pain in, uh, at Rose Hill, sorry, behind Barber, who was dominant last week, big chance in the gold in a uh, blue diamond coming up. I thought it's two trials were good. The last one, it found the line well. I think 1,100 metres first up is ideal. Obviously, query how it handles it straight, but I think it's got good form behind Barber. Its trials have been good. It has Damien Lane from a barrier where he can go inside or outside, depending on what the, uh, the pat- pardon me, pattern is. So I'll go Maharab for me here. Not a lot of confidence. And Amor for Senior. No, I don't know how confident he is, but the way he's typed it, I think he's a bit confident. Race 4 is benchmark 84 over 2,000 metres. The current favourite lies in the hands of Fighting Arrow at 6s. Aaron Bay, 6.50. Hasseltoff, 7. Independent Road, 7.50. Noble Heights, 10. Upwards, the rest. Now, in the upwards, the rest category is Senior's tip. He's gone with the King's Gospel. Very in-depth uh, reasoning for this one. Just keeps winning. Thanks, Senior, for that one. The viewers are very keen now. For me, I'll stick with Fighting Arrow. I tipped it last start. No reason to get off. It was a good win. The uh, second horse had every right to beat it, diving down the inside. This thing looped the field at Mooney Valley. Unsuitable trap, uh, track for it for mine. And found the line very well under Blake Shinny Sticks here. Now, you could argue it once further, but Barrier 10, Flemington, this thing will be able to make ground and have momentum. I don't see why it won't be attacking the line strong again here. I think it just sets up well for it. There's a bit of pace in the race. This thing should settle no worse in midfield, just in the running line. Shin knows the horse well. He's ridden it twice, never missed the uh, placings. One win last start, as mentioned. So I think Fighting Arrow will go well here. Um, I don't mind Aaron Bay on the pace as well. I think last start at Mooney Valley, he was very tough, wide on speed, and kept kicking just to run second. 
But I think 2,000 metres, if it's run along well, Fighting Arrow will be attacking the line as good as anything. So Fighting Arrow for me and the King's Gospel for Senor. Race 5 is the Tony Burke Memorial over 1,400 metres for the Phillies and Mares. Top of the market's Anavisto at 2.35. Rote to Arataki, $5. Boogie Dancer, $7.50. Excelita, $8.50. Vespertine, nines, and an old favourite of mine, Cirillo Miss, 17s. And upwards the rest. Upwards the rest category does contain Senior Tip again here, being number 10 at Niffler. Bit of, bit of a better description here. Race not run to suit last time. More of a genuine tempo here. Third up at the distance at Lubbs. A lovely HRA price. And it is J-Mac and Chris Waller. That's better reasoning. It just keeps winning. Or enough said. So thank you for that one, Senior. Or HRA all day because Willow's piloting. So Niffler for Senior. I see what he's staying here. But uh, down to a Victoria for the first time. Interesting. Could run all right. For me, Anavisto. Best horse in the race. Recent uh, jump out was just superb for mine. Uh, Jamie Carr gets on, Barrier 7, she'll be positive from the gate, she'll probably sit outside the likes of, well, I reckon she'll get one out, one back here behind, play Road to Arataki and Cyril Miss. and from there, I find it hard to see how class doesn't prevail, I don't see how Anavisto loses with a good run in transit, to be honest, first up record, four wins, uh, sorry, four runs for three ring, four runs for three wins, it's one at Flemington, ten starts for four wins, three minors at the distance, it's only missed a placing once on a good track. Ticks a lot of boxes under Vista, and I'm happy to make it my best of the day here for Jamie Carr. The more I look at it, the more I love it. So that's Anavisto for mine, best of the day, and Niffler for Senor. Race six is the CSA Stakes for the three-year-olds over the 1,400 metres. Favoritism lies at the hands of Attrition at 360. Bank Moore, second favourite, $5. Elliptical, 650. Holy man's eight dollars and double figures the rest. It is race six, number eleven for Senor in the upwards arrest category for the third straight time. Uh, he loves J Mac today. Geez, he said no, he said nice win uh, latest, ran good time off the speed, closed time well. Doesn't work for our midweek, so it jo- uh, goes up in class very quickly. But J Mac, Chris Waller, you'd be stupid to overlook them. That's cadetship for Senior. For me, I love a horse with a bit of an upside. And that's attrition. Two sites of preparation. It's been super. First up at Sandown, towered a maiden field. Went to Geelong, benchmark 64 level, one by four lengths, barely ridden out, ran some seriously good time. Comes here, Jared Fry sticks, a very underrated jockey. From barrier seven, I can't see him settling too much further back than midfield. And this horse looks over quite a few gears. And we'll find out just how good he is on our Saturday. He could be an Australian Guineas horse. I'm not sure what he's paying in the Australian Guineas. I don't have the luxury to look because I have to uh, run the whole show like I normally would look, but I think Attrition, I think he's a good horse, and I think he'll step up here, and I think he'll uh, give this a big, big shake, Attrition. So for me, Attrition and for Senior, Cadetship. Race 7 is the first Group 1 at Flemington for the year. The Black Caviar Lightning Stakes down the 1,000 metres. Oh, I, can go, I can go through every runner. It'll be a bit hard by myself, but I'll do it just for you loyal listeners. The Top Weight Nature Strip 210. Look, uh, if you know me, I, you know I often back Nature Strip. I don't ever back it. Realistically, I won't be doing it again here. Barrier one, not for me down the straight, unless that's a pattern, which not, not often is. Look, it's hard to break Nature Strip. First out last preparation in this race, it lost. Um, look, I think it's the best horse in the race, and no one's standing out. It's one of the best sprinters in the world behind Wellington and uh, Lucky Swain Nurse. 
that's a big take. I know a few people have had to go at me for that one. Top two sprinters in the world. But um, look, he's a take a power with beating, but at $2.10 first up from Barrier 1 down the straight, I'm happy to be against him. Number two, I wish I win, uh, $12. Look, a uh, very good last preparation. I'll end up winning the Golden Eagle, which uh, <laughs> that's right, I backed it. Um, I think it, it's been jumping out well. First up records, four starts with three wins, one second. I think he's probably more backable over the 1,200 metres plus. I think he goes to the new market after this. I think he'll be finding the line well. Not sure he can win, though. I don't think he has a turn of foot over 1,000 metres. Number three is Baller. Mark Zara for Tony Gullen, who's in flying form at the moment. 19s and 420. First up record's good. Um, he loves the Lincoln, too. From his three starts, I missed the placings. He won a race at massive odds, I believe, here. Yeah, at 21s, he beat Rockin' Horse, who uh, matches up against here and who Rockin' Horse in one of group one after that. I would, I almost would almost tip uh, ball. He's tried well too. If it was if this race was 200 meters, I'd go closer tipping ball, but it's not. And I think it's the same as I wish I win. Just needs a little bit further, but he'll be running home hard. Number four is the outside of the field fire at 61s and 11s for Damien Oliver for the Hawks team. First up, I think he's inclined to win at Sandown and just didn't. Steep step up in class. Can't see him winning this one, unfortunately. I think he's outclassed for mine. Number five is a Bella Nipotina, 12s and 310s, on top of her mine here. First up record's satisfactory. Flanging number one here, but she's run three minor placings, only beaten the length by Rockin' Horse in that uh, Dali Sprint Classic last year, so I don't have any doubts over the track. Um, she loves a 1,000 metres. Her recent trial was very good. Ben Melvin gets on board. Yeah, I just think Bella Nipotina at the price is over the odds, and I'm happy to put her on top because I know she'll, she's honest as the day's long. And she'll be running home hard. And I don't think she'll be too far off and perhaps first up. And if she is, she'll take a power of holding up. I think she's got the more electric turn of foot over the 1,000 metres compared to the likes of I Wish I Win, Baller, a couple other horses I'll talk about later on. But, yeah, I really like Burnup Potato. Let me pick up the pace here. Rockin' Horse, number six. 13 and 320. Um, yeah, geez, loves the straight. Hard to say she can't win. But I think, again, 1,200 metres for mine for Rockin' Horse. Same to be said about September Run, an old podcast favourite, past her best, but again, I think she's a 200 metre horse, but uh, love Flemington, 200 metres for her as well. Marabi, interesting runner, not seen since losing for the first time back in March last year when found up a few issues. Never raced down the straight, um, she's been jumping out well, I was kind of a year off almost at the races, the query for mine, especially at $9 fresh. But I do think it's interesting. I think she'll be putting it to Nature Trip early. I think that's the reason why Nature Trip could also lose. There's a bit of pace on here. I think it sets up for a back marker, the likes of Bella Nipotina. And I'm also about to talk about as well. I think it's a chance. So I think Marabi, she's definitely the top three chance. Has she got the fitness? And she's got no experience at the track. I think she's classy enough to win this, but I don't know if she will. Number nine, Bruno Noches. 13s and 321 race down the straight, over 1,100 metres, sorry, uh, last preparation, but then got taken away by protest. Then ran second to Giga Kick down the straight, and then ran third in the Coolmore down the straight. So this thing loves the straight. And look, he's been trying up all right. Williams gets on. He could want further, but I don't know. He's just a three-year-old, similar to Giga Kick, who sprouted rings in the Everest. These things could just improve lengths out of sight. And that's why you look at the likes of um, I Wish I Win, who, again, I guess you could say could improve more, but things are like Baller and September Run, you know you know their peaks. Bruno Notches, you'd think he's not hit it yet. It wouldn't surprise me to see him win this, and I think he's a massive top three chance at 320 in the place. I think it's over the odds. 
Number 10, Mullane. Yeah, just not classy enough to win this, unfortunately. Same as Fire. Cool one, Gatter number 13. Look, she had one run down the straight. It was okay in the uh, Coolmore. Was beaten th- almost three lengths by Bruno Notches, and she's almost half his price. Jump out has been good. First up record's good. But I think, again, when you've got Nature Strip, Marabi, Cool, and Gatter all wanting to lead, it's hard to see one of them holding on. Which is why I'm not going to be a Cool and Gatter, and everyone knows, or not everyone, but I'm not a big fan of the horse. I think it's, I don't know why, I can't really give you a good reason, but I won't be with it here again. <laughs> so my top four for the Lightning, I'll go Bella Nipetina to beat Nature Strip, to beat Bruno Notches, to beat, I'll say Baller, or I wish I win. One of the two will run fourth. For Senior, he's gone. <clears throat> cool and Gatter. Nature Strip at $2, not a bet. And each way on Jamie Carr, please. Big watch on Buono Notches. So we both agree this horse could uh, improve out of sight. Race 8 is the HKJC handicap over the 1,400 metres. The favourite currently is Daytona Bay at 390. Mahan Mahek, 650. Scalapini, 750. Uncle Bryn, 8. Double figures the rest. And the rest of not include seniors. Typically, his best of the day is Daytona Bay. <clears throat> he said last start, extremely unlucky. Gave it a good case last start, extremely unlucky. We'll settle near the speed and we'll go very close. Best of the day, Daytona Bay for the senior. Also, one go at the trip, track and trip for one win. Second up, it's okay. So, yep, that's the best bet for senior Daytona Bay, which is interesting. I don't know. For me, Mahan Mahak is eating a lot of my money. But getting each way odds here, and it was super last start. I thought behind here to shock it us down. I really attacked the line. The week backup I like, barrier three, hopefully not too far off from that. Did happen three starts ago at Mooney Valley. wasn't too far off from It was a moral beat. It was held up so bad on the leaders back at Mooney Valley. Oh, kept me up a few nights, that. But, yeah, Mahan Mahak for me, each way all day, quick backup. Craig knew it from Barrier 3. I like it, Mahan Mahek, and I'll definitely be taking the 240 places. And Senior's best of the day is Victory Bay. Sorry, Daytona Bay. Sorry, that's a different horse in the same colours. I'm going to quickly just take a quick break of the uh, bumper in between. I'll have a quick drink of water as my throat is getting quite dry talking by myself for this amount of time. So I'll be back with race nine and four races at Sydney just after this. You're listening to the Hands and Heels Podcast. We'll be right back with more gold after this break. Race 9 at Flemington is a benchmark 84 over the 1,200 metres. Current favourite, Jungle Jim at 370. Second favourite, Dejumbak, 750. Redhawk Nick is 7s. Sacred Palace, 850. El Rocco, the same price. Struck by 950 and upwards the rest for me. Jungle Jim was beaten by the Jumbuck last start, I do concede. But I thought his run at sale since then was super. Won quite easily in uh, Avenger Mark 78. Comes up back to the straight, which it clearly handles. It's one in place, second behind the Jumbuck, just noted uh, in the past. From Barrier 5, he's got all options to get where he wants to go, but he'll roll forward so he can either go outside or inside, I think. Because from Barrier 5, it's almost in the middle. So, I think he's hard to beat. Tough on pace. Geordie Charles knows the horse. Actually, he doesn't know the horse. Never ridden it before. Actually, that's a lie. He rode it last start. And the start before that. And the start before that too. And the start before that as well. So, I've just um, almost gotten the start wrong, but I've saved myself. Tough on pacer. 
I think he's hard to beat. Jungle Jim, he's in form. Saying his tips, the horse would beat it too. Starts to go to Jumbuck. Um, Jaws wide, which he likes. Still in midfield. Good win last start. So, uh, the Jumbuck for Senior to go back to back at the track and distance. Good luck, Senior. That's all of Renwick. Oh, sorry, Flemington coverage. I'm going bonkers talking to myself. I do apologise, but some podcasts better than no podcast. Over over to Rose Hill, Sydney. We'll cover four races. The first of those is race four, the Silver Slipper for the two-year-olds over the 1,100 metres. Current favourite, Kings Gambit, 260. Platinum Jubilee, 460. Sorry, cylinders in between those at 370. <laughs> Mumbai, M- Mumbai Moose, 8. And Madeira Sunrise, 850. For senior, Platinum Jubilee. He said it's a uh, nice trial between runs. Runs very good last start race running the two ride magic millions at the Gold Coast. He likes it. Platinum Jubilee getting each way odds now because of the no third dividend. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind it too. But I'm going to go King's Gambit. SP profile of a dollar twenty eight last start was beaten, but the thing that beat it I think goes very good. Very resistance could win the slipper. Getting two sixty now. Nashville hops on as J Max down in uh, Melbourne. I think. Second up, the, uh, the Snowdens are the master two-year-old trainers. I wouldn't have had this thing screwed down first up. It will show improvement here. And I think it's, off its figures, the best horse in the race. I hope it wins. I think it can win. And I think it will firm back in the slipper markets after this. I think it drifted out a couple of points after the uh, first up flop. But I think it's a good horse. Uh, and I'm happy to forgive one. But it wasn't even a bad run, honestly. Like, if you... It was beaten a length, but the only problem was it's $1.28. So everyone just says, oh, it's a crap run, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It wasn't that bad. So for me, King's Gambit for Senor, Platinum Jubilee. Race six is the Millie Fox Stakes over the 1,300 metres for the uh, Fleas and Mares. The current favourites, Maria Mira at 9.50, Roots at 8, 8.50, Expat. Uh, the same price, Catalan and Electric Girl, 9.50. First double tip of the day for me and Senor. We're both with Roots here. Senor has written... Resumes midfield, quiet trial, unbeaten, fresh, three from three. Latest uh, win fresh was a benchmark 72 uh, with 60.5 kilos. Has group form since then. I concur. I do concur. And it handles the soft track too, which it currently is, but it was a good track. It's been on a good track too. Probably just had enough before a break. It wasn't a terrible run at Corfu, unbeaten the length. But yeah, quiet trials, unbeaten first up. Winner at a distance, barrier six can settle midfield, and I think she's a good horse. Might be better in Victoria, but I think she can win this. Maria Mead, probably deserved favourite, but a dollar ninety. No, thank you. So for me and Senor, Roots. Race seven, the Parramatta Cup over the nineteen hundred metres. Current favourite lies in uh, King Frankel's hands at three eighty. Irish legend four fifty. Banju five. Double figures. The rest. For senior, he's gone King Fankel. Resuming, raced away on the trial, looks fit enough. Raced away, class one, Newcastle Fresh Lights prep on Oz debut at 53 kilos. Went on to bigger and better things since then. We'll take a power of beating here. There you go, he likes King Frankel senior. First up at the 900 metres, interesting, but its recent trial did, in fact, power all over the 1200 metres. So, yeah, I don't know if it's a $380. 380 favourite, good, but I can see it's got a definite chance. Um, yeah, for me, Sacramento. First, that wasn't terrible behind Banju. Um, it's taken up records, six starts with three wins, over the distance undefeated, and that was at the track as well, soft track, 
handles those. I think there's not too much speed on here besides King Frankel and uh, Sacramento. Sacramento is all inside of it and fitter, so I think it will kick up. I think it will give an almighty sight. Not too keen, but I think, yeah, Sacramento at $11 is worth a sneaky bet each way. Race 8, the Hobartville Stakes for the three-year-olds. Over the 1,400 metres, the favourite lies in the hands of the highly promising Aft Cabin at $1.55. Ospinko, $7. Zoo Tiger, $8.50. Pierre, meow. Shout out to you, Wade Salami. Auntie uh, owns it. Cousins riding it. Sam Weverly. Communist 19s. Upwards the rest. Um, senior goes communist. Decent first up. It's got too far back. It says overs up in triple suit. Second up undefeated as well. So, yeah, communist for senior. Is that the class to beat these? I don't think so. I think Brosnan was also good first up last um Last off, first was also good. First up in the same race as Communist, thirty-one dollars. But for me, Zoo Tiger took a lot of riding to get going. First up, but found the line very well. Up in distance, I like. Second up, I like. I think up in trip goes a lot more forward. I think it give an almighty uh, sight. Zoo Tiger, Af Cabin, hard to beat. Don't get me wrong. Pierre, interesting. Um, good luck to you, Samani and your family. In all honesty, mate, I'm not trying to take the piss now. <laughs> Which you guys like? It's brave traveling one over here. He's a good horse. Pierre should have won that Caracas Millions night last start. Was badly held up. But yeah, for me, I'm gonna go Zoo Tiger each way for Senor Communist. Brosnan's also overs for mine, and Pierre for Samani's sake. That's all the races covered. Now, I hope you're not too bored of me talking to myself. I do apologise. Won't happen again. Senior just needs to harden up. Could have a glass, glass of concrete, one could say. Do agree with that one. But, uh, yeah, that's, as I said, that's all the races. I'm not going to waffle on too much. Not much else for me to say when I'm talking to myself. It's a bit lonely, honestly. But, uh, yeah, good luck on the punt this weekend. Uh, what do I say now? What do Sydney usually say? I'll see you when you're richer. Is it? Yeah. Sydney goes, I see you when you're richer. And I say to you guys, don't go changing. Cheers, guys. You've been listening to the Hands and Heels Podcast. Hands and Heels Podcast. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Hands Heels Pod. And on our website at www.handsheelspod.com. Subscribe and share with your mates. Or don't tell anyone and steal our tips as yours and be the hero of your punt club. You sly bastards. (laughs) We'll see you next week.